Hi everyone, welcome to Sports Talk hosted by Delaney Scott and Ashley Fry. Today we'll be delving into the topics of inequalities in male and female sports within the NCAA and possibly coming to a conclusion of how it can be fixed. We will have some guest hosts who will be answering a Q&A that Delaney and I will both present. Delaney and I are both currently NCAA athletes at Sonoma State and we will also be offering our opinions on the matter. We have both devoted plenty of our time to our sports. I play women's volleyball and Ashley plays soccer. Within the past few months, there has been plenty of news about inequalities within the NCAA. The NCAA regulates and organizes collegiate athletics all around America. From our standpoint, it is clear to us that male athletics receive more gear, better playing facilities, and overall more attention than female athletes. Since we are both female athletes within the organization, this has been a heavy subject for us both. Although some may say that these inequalities between genders goes far beyond sports. Many believe that male athletics are better, but some may say that female sports are underrated because of the misinterpretations. In order to get more insight of these claims, we have chosen to interview one female and one male athlete in hopes to find out opinions from both sides of the grid. Our first interview was with Ryan Dieter, who plays men's soccer at UC Davis. He's a second-year student and has played soccer for 12 years. After hearing from a male sports player who also participates in the NCAA organization, it is evident that although there are some revenue differences and other aspects that should be factored in, there should not be such major differences in what female athletes receive in the way of gear and facilities. We asked him what his thoughts were after the most recent NCAA women's basketball tournament incident, and he said that it was disrespectful to all females and the mental health effects of these inequalities that the females face after this event must have been very disturbing, and it's sad to see that women have to face these issues even at one of the highest levels of sports. Today I'll be welcoming Megan from SSU Women's Volleyball to answer a few questions in regards to this topic. This will allow us to have a better look at possibly what SSU athletes are experiencing or have experienced in the past as a female athlete. My first question is, are there any stories throughout your career in which you experience inequalities in sports between male and female sports? As of college, not really, as far as I've noticed. But in high school, there was actually big differences as far as equipment and stuff. The women's team would have to wait years for new uniforms or wait until our equipment was literally falling apart until we got new ones. While the football or baseball team constantly received new stuff, even though they barely won any games compared to the women's sport team. All right, for my next question, I'll be asking, are there any main female versus male inequalities that you believe every school is faced with? If so, which ones? As far as sports, it does seem that men's sports will always be celebrated more than women's. There will be articles, news reports, or posts on social media about men's sport, quote-unquote, big win. Whereas for women's sports, I just feel like there's not enough coverage or congratulations. It seems like it's always the case that women's sports are less interesting in the eye of the public. All right, and my next question is, has any of this had a long-lasting effect on you? Not entirely. At times it does suck and it can hurt your feelings and I guess ego a bit. 
I think it's just kind of ingrained in my head now that there'll always be a smaller crowd in the stand for a woman than a man. And my last question is, how do you think the NCAA can do better do a better job at preventing these casualties from occurring? I think they should just treat them as sport teams. The women's basketball, volleyball, softball, soccer, whatever sport is dressed as much as a sport team as their male counterparts. In the end, we're all athletes trying to win, whether it be a boy, girl, or non-binary. We should all be treated equally as athletes, not our gender. All right, and thank you for sharing your thoughts and feedback on this issue that we're experiencing every day. Now that we have heard from both interviewers and from two different sports, we can look into different scholarly sources to gain more knowledge. After doing a thorough search on the web, it was noted that main events have taken place recently in regards to this topic. According to Miller, the media seemed to be the deciding factor in stunning the growth and production of women's athletics, in particular at USC. She believed that even after 30 years of women's sports had been erased and kept away from the media with little to no coverage. She mentioned that women's athletes only receive 5% of coverage compared to men's who receive 95% coverage. In the article, it says that analysis show that men's sports are the appetizer, the main course, and the dessert. And if there's any mention of women's sports, it comes off as begrudging, eat your vegetables without the kinds of bells and whistles and excitement with which they describe men's sports and athletes. We can expect a a possible solution to this problem to be women not receiving enough media coverage, which has led to some of the misconceptions and inequalities within the sport. Our second source is from ESPN.com, and the source gives accurate information and statistics of the very recent inequity of the March Madness basketball tournament that had people frustrated of how such a big organization could treat their athletes like this. Many had said that the NCAA has segregated its men and women's basketball organizations for many, many years, and change has been brought up in the past, but nothing ever resulted from it. This March Madness event magnified the differences of treatment between male and female athletes in every element of this tournament, down to the swag bags and even the logos for the event. The president of the NCAA organization is ultimately responsible for the inequity and ideas have been spit out to finally make a change in this organization. Do you believe that these are valid arguments leading to the claim that men and women's sports are unequal? Or do you believe that they're equal and these are far-fetched. Thank you for tuning into Sports Talk and supporting your hosts, Ashley and Delaney, and we'll catch you next time.